Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Hi, Desi. We're back. We're back from kettlebell class. Yeah. Feeling like loose. Lucy Laduca <laughs> over here. Yeah, we're barely standing. Barely sitting. Holding it together. We're shaking. <laughs> I was shaking during those last sets. I don't I didn't think I was gonna be able to pull through. I didn't have enough um protein mm. before that class mm. for sure. What'd you eat for breakfast? I had a um like a nut bar. Mm. And you then love I had nuts. <laughs> And I had, and then I did stop to get a little chicken pack, so I had a bite of chicken, but I didn't have that much because it's like I'm not eating that before class. I can't eat chicken before noon. I know it was not appealing, but I was like, I need something. It was literally like I'm fueling my body. Yeah, it was not for enjoyment. Trust me. (laughs) We're getting swole. Anyway, we have some news stories. Our top story is from CBS News. Massive cat weighing over 40 pounds was adopted in Virginia. I think I saw this story because there's someone holding the cat and it's it's really big. (laughs) Is it black and white? It's gray and white. Oh, gray and white. Okay. This cat patches. Oh, yes. A massive cat weighing in at 40.3 pounds has been adopted. The Richmond Animal Care and Control Shelter in Virginia said Wednesday on Facebook. The fluffy white cat with gray spots and a gray tail has been looking for a new owner who could help maintain his special diet and get him to a healthy weight, the shelter said. A post describing Patches and his needs quickly garnered thousands of reactions and comments. While Patches was described by the shelter as gloriously gluttonous, he is not the fattest cat in history. (gasps) According to the Guinness World Records, the heaviest cat on record was Himmy, who in 1986 weighed 46 pounds and had to be transported by wheelbarrow. (laughs) I need to see that picture. We should post that in our stories. Wait, why did he have to be transported? That's humiliating. I mean, come on. Someone could pick up a 46-pound cat. (laughs) The record-keeping institution no longer keeps track of the category to avoid encouraging pet owners to keep their animals at unhealthy weights. I think that's a good choice. Yeah. While it is difficult to put a definitive range on what an average healthy cat's weight should be, as it varies between breeds and depends on the sex of the cat, Purina said that there are some criteria you can use to determine whether or not your cat is at a healthy weight. I'm not going to get into all this. You can look that up for yourself. I just wanted to talk about Patches. He's a big boy. Wait, is Patches a girl or a boy? I thought it was a boy. I think Patches is a boy. Um... Look at look at this face. Oh yeah. He looks big. Like he's a big boy regardless of weight in my opinion, right? Yeah, he's like how Melon is just a large cat. He's so cute patches though. Here, look at here's a picture of his full body. 
him being held. He's large. I mean, that's a massive boy. He's so cute, man. <laughs> I want to bury my face in his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Oh, well, I'm I really- mean, that's that's definitely too big, though. Yeah, it's he, not healthy. It's for not him. healthy for patches, but we can marvel at his. He's gorgeous size right now. Look, they're working on it. He's still gorgeous. Uh, we don't want to encourage people to get their cats that fat, but he's already there. So there's no no reason we can't be like, wow, you're cute. Look at this other picture of him. He looks like a blimp. I love this cat. He's very large. Because when you see a 20-pound cat, they're big. Yeah. This is double. Because Melon is just under 20 pounds, and he's a big boy. But the vet said, your cat's not fat, but he is very large. Yes, because typical cats, like girls can be smaller, but they're like 10 to 12 pounds maybe, right? Yeah. That's what my boys were who were very normal sized. Yeah. But they were big. No, Melon's just like an exceptionally large cat. Anyway, our next story is also about an animal. This is from Food Mm. and Wine. (gasps) So it's a hybrid food and animal story. We got a lot of food stories today. Okay. I love them. Moose steals popcorn from Alaskan movie theater. Ooh. This is a very Alaska thing to happen, I think. Very. We've talked about moose on the show before. Mm -hmm. How big they are. And how if you live in Canada, it's just very normal to see a moose walking down the road. I made that up. I made that up. Don't email in. They walk around. Walking the border, keeping Americans out. (laughs) Yeah. But we have gotten emails from listeners who were like, oh, I've seen a moose before. Look, they're in certain areas. One of them is Canada. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. It's Canada. It's like Northern Northern America. Northern Exposure. Yeah. The show. Did you watch that show? Uh, No. I never watched a single second of that show. My mom liked that show. It was very popular. But I imagine there's probably a moose in that show. Oh, definitely. Anyway, this moose was hungry. Mm. He went to a movie theater and he's like, I'm eating that popcorn. Is it popped? The or can- just the seeds? I don't know. Let's find out. The Kanai Cinemas in, I'm sorry, Kanai Cinemas in Kanai, Alaska is currently showing the Super Mario Brothers movie. The okay. Nick, the, <laughs> I don't know why we need to know this. <laughs> The Nick Cage goes full Dracula flick Renfield and The Pope's Exorcist. Whether it was one of those films, some of the other movies in its rotation, or just a craving for buttery popcorn, something in the theater recently got the attention of a young moose. I like the idea that the moose was interested in the movies. He's a... (laughs) Like, that was not it. He was there for the food. (laughs) He's a film guy. He's like, hmm, Renfeld's playing. (laughs) According to the Anchorage Daily News, the cinema's front door was open while the staffers cleaned the popcorn machine last Wednesday night. And the moose took that as an invitation to walk right into the lobby. It definitely could smell that popcorn, theater manager Ricky Black told the outlet. It's just a very common reaction for anybody or anything that comes into the theaters. Oh my God, there's a video on TikTok of this moose. This thing is huge. That's what I was wondering. How did it get through the front door? The door was open. Oh. Look at this boy. It's pretty big, but not the biggest I've seen. The poor worker behind the desk is scared because moose are I'd be scared too. He doesn't have the big horns. This must be a baby. Right? Yeah. He doesn't have those huge... Oh, um, oh, she's calling for Ricky. She's like, Ricky. 
He's Aww. just walking in the theater in the lobby. Look at that baby. He's it's like I wouldn't have known that was a moose without the big horns. Is that a baby? Oh my god, oh my he's god. eating the popcorn. That's really cute. So the video in a video posted to TikTok, an employee at the theater starts recording as the moose walks into the lobby and it completely ignores her as she says, No, no, no. The Aww. worker shouts for the manager as the curious moose makes his way into the building. Oh, only male moose have the antlers. That makes sense. So that's a that's a lady. She's like, give me that popcorn. <laughs> She's on her period. She needs something salty. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. She was behind the counter, Black said. She wasn't in immediate danger from the moose. And she's like, stop laughing. This is serious. The moose eventually found the trash can where he helped himself. To- they keep calling him a he. Well, I'm just going off of Google. Where he helped himself to whatever he could eat. He also managed to get his oversized nose stuck in an empty Happy Meal box. Aww. That's cute. After a few minutes of I munching... I would like a picture of that. Is <laughs> the Happy Meal box on the nose. <laughs> after a few minutes of munching his way through the garbage, the moose finally wandered back outside. He's like, there's nothing good, on, mm, good in here. I've got my fill. I've had better movie theater popcorn. Yeah. If you ever find yourself in a similar situation, here's a PSA for our Canadian listeners and Alaskan listeners. Nick Fowler, a wildlife biologist with Alaska's Department of Fish and Game, says you should keep your distance and do not approach wild animals. You can get injured by any wildlife, he told the Anchorage Daily News. And it's important to not assume that a younger animal that maybe is displaying what someone decides is not aggressive behavior isn't going to be involved in a negative human wildlife interaction. That's in the, what I said to myself when I was tempted to pick up the baby seal last oh, weekend. Week? I was like, well, I could get injured just because it's a cute baby seal. Doesn't mean it doesn't have claws or something. Because I, when it climbed up the stairs, I heard some scratching thing. They don't have claws. They have flippers. Okay, but what was scratching? On the stairs when they climbed, I heard like a... What do seals have? Exactly. That's I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I would have thought the same Did thing, but I was like, have? what are they? They're like, it was like gripping the stairs with something. I was like, there's like underneath those flippers, there's like prongs or something. Prongs. I have no fucking idea. But they have to use something to kind of climb up, right? I thought they just had really good core strength. This baby was fat. I was like, that's just a little butterball. He's like, so there's no muscles. So they had to have something. I'm Desi telling met you. a seal this week. I'll tell you more later. Okay. Tell us more later. We're going to move on to our next story. This is also from Food and Wine. McDonald's is dropping an all new McFlurry. Oh. Now, this would be exciting, but we they, they need to tell us which location it's going to be at. Because we we don't trust this. I don't trust any time McDonald's advertises a new ice cream product. Because we know we're going to get there and that fucking ice cream machine is going to be broken. Just like I tried to order this weekend um, a frappe. From McDonald's? Yeah, I was desperate for a coffee. And I was like, I guess I'll try the frappe. And they're like, our our frappe machine is broken. (laughs) I was like, that's a new one. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, maybe it's fine. And then they didn't even have it. So I was like, I just ordered that, got embarrassed ordering it, and you don't even fucking have it. <laughs> That's humiliating, Desi. Yes. Um, the warm weather is creeping in mm. and has us thinking of one thing and one thing only, icy cold desserts. Mm. And McDonald's is about to deliver us all a springtime hit. Not us all. Limited locations. Limited locations. We know. I'm trying to think what McFlurry would excite me. This actually sounds good. Okay. Starting this week on April 12th, Mc... Okay. So this is an older story. That's fine. McFlurry fans can get their hands on an all new flavor, the strawberry shortcake McFlurry. Ooh. McDonald's explained in a statement, the dessert is made with its signature vanilla soft serve, mm-hmm. strawberry-flavored clusters, and a heaping portion of crispy shortbread cookies mixed Ooh. in. Though it will be an all-new flavor for those living in the United States, as all recipes reported, the flavor has been part of the McDonald's Singapore menu for a while. Okay. They, but, they used to have strawberry as a topping for the sundaes. Like real strawberries? No, it was like kind of almost like a warm jam. Mm. I don't want that. I don't either, but it was an option. Okay. But be warned, if you want one, you'd better act fast because the Shortcake McFlurry will only be offered for a limited time and it will only be offered at participating McDonald's. This is how they get you. Yeah. Participating McDonald's nationwide while supplies last. Because the franchisee can be like, I don't want to deal with that. I'm not making your new McFlurry. No. Desi. Um, I don't know. That that either could be good or bad. Like, like it, I could, the, it's really going to depend on the strawberry flavor for me. <laughs> I need it to be almost fresh tasting. It needs to be a real strawberry flavor. It might, right. This might present a problem as whatever strawberry product they're using could be too chemical. Because it made me, the, it's the clusters that maybe, hmm, what's a strawberry cluster? I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some McDonald's term, right? Yeah, it's like how when they when something isn't real ice cream, they're like frozen dairy dessert. Yes, yes, because they can't legally call it ice cream. I thought of our listeners because I um, door dashed McDonald's like a week what? or two ago. <laughs> you I know. can't door dash McDonald's. Oh, you can. And I got um, a Sunday. I really wanted a Sunday, and in the DoorDash app. You can add, you can get the hot fudge Sunday and it says add caramel. I was like, we did this. We did this. Mm, we did this. <laughs> I was like, that's a little option for you on DoorDash. I love it. Kara had some DoorDash drama this week. I saw that. I didn't, I, I, I wanted didn't, to know what happened. I need to, fo- I need to follow up with her. Well, cause I've never had that kind of like issue that she seemed to be having. Cause I would have fainted in rage. Like to have your food just not come without a message? It just never arrived. And she was probably hungry. Oh my God. Like it's bad enough when they send you a message that your order was canceled for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. This is from CBS News. NYC woman gets 21 years in attempted cheesecake poisoning of lookalike friend. Quite a headline. A Brooklyn woman convicted of trying to kill her lookalike friend with a poison cheesecake was sentenced Wednesday to 21 years in prison. Victoria Nasrova, 47, was found guilty of attempted murder in February. Prosecutors said she hoped to kill Olga Civic, wait, Svik, 
with a cheesecake laced with a potentially fatal drug so she could steal Svik's identity, (gasps) passport, and other documents and return to Russia. According to prosecutors, Nazrova visited the Queen's apartment of the then 35-year-old victim in 2016. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was just like, who's the Queen? Queen's. The, the queens, queens of, oh apostrophe! I was like, what? The queens is here? The no, queen the is queens. Here? It was an apartment in Queens. In queens, yeah. She was thirty-five years old. The, this victim in two thousand sixteen, Nazrova showed up with a cheesecake in hand. She's like, I brought cheesecake. That's sinister. <laughs> this is such a woman way to murder someone. Yeah, I know she'll eat this. And I'm not being sexist because women, because <laughs> we know statistically women love to poison. Women love poisoning because it's very non-confrontational. It's non-confrontational and it's not messy. It's also, poli- it's like sort of polite. Oh, because you're off- Well, because you're offering them some food. <laughs> it just fits our vibe. <laughs> Um, At the time, they both strongly resembled each other. Both had dark hair and similar complexions, and both spoke Russian. I like the use of the term, at the time. (laughs) Because I'm like, did something drastically change? Like one aged rapidly? Yeah, one one really didn't have good genetics. One didn't keep up with her injections, and the other did. The district attorney said Svik ate the cake, then vomited (gasps) and hallucinated. Oh, my God. But survived. And evidence led authorities to Nazrova. Did he, they say what the poison was? Or a dr- it was a drug? Some kind of drug that okay. made her vomit and hallucinate. Mm-hmm. In court Wednesday, Svik said, for her, it was an easy thing to try and take the life of another person. It was an easy thing to gain the trust of another person. <laughs> that's not the best way to get a lighter sentence. <laughs> um, no, that's the victim. Oh, I the thought victim the, said that. Okay, I thought the mur- the murderess or wannabe said it. I was like, uh, calm down. No, <laughs> she says it was. It was. She's like I, this. It was easy for her to gain yeah. the trust. After the sentencing, she said, "I wait so many years to say that it feels good." So she's like happy to make her victim impact statement. Yeah, good for her. During sentencing, the judge referred to Nazrova as extremely dangerous. How dare you try and poison me with cheesecake? It's because then it's like, what if that was clearly something she liked? If cheesecake, what if it got, like, is cheesecake ruined for her now? Yeah, I bet. At least that flavor. I'd be traumatized. Yeah. It's, pretty... it's sort of like how I, like buttermilk. I'm traumatized by buttermilk. <laughs> I also, I, w- I don't really quite get what this woman's plan was. Like, was she not able to go back to Russia? Like... Who knows? It's kind of wild. I need more information. Yeah. We should look into this story because yeah. it sounds... It sounds like a Lifetime movie. It sounds like a Lifetime movie. Like, because they look alike? They look alike. It's two... It's one woman trying to steal the identity of another. Yeah. It's, it's cheesecake. It all. Cheesecake. Poison. You could picture the, the, the poster. Like a slice of cheesecake with some crumbs. If it's a Lifetime movie, the title of the film isn't very creative. The title of the film is like The Cheesecake Murder. The Cheesecake Murder. Yes. Maybe I, they, I would watch that in two I seconds. Would, of course. <laughs> if I heard that. Yeah. Our final story is wild. This story went viral on Twitter this week. Kind of viral. It got yeah. a lot of... It got a lot... The video... That was posted got a lot of attention. 
in our circles, especially in, in our circles, maybe I'm. I don't. I don't know if it was. It like, wasn't like hundred thousand views wa- viral. No, it was like but 20, it was still a lot. This is from the Independent. Fugitive accused of faking his own death sobs as he insists, I'm an Irish orphan. Okay. So what went viral this week is this clip of Andrea Canning from Dateline interviewing this man who is a suspected rapist on the lam, and he's wearing an oxygen mask, and he is sobbing, pretending to be British, while his British girlfriend comforts him. It's his wife. His British wife comforts him. This yeah. guy is an American. He fled America. Do you know that guy is 35 years old? What? <laughs> yes. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He Did I look at an 60. old store? I, I swear to God. Because when you see him without his British gear on, because he's got little glasses, uh, he's wearing like a three-piece suit. <laughs> like That's his idea what British people are. This guy is demented. Okay, I'm going to read this story from The Independent. A suspected rapist said to have faked his own death while living on while on the run from the FBI and living in Scotland has made a bizarre television appearance to insist he is not the man detectives are hunting. Nicholas Rossi, also known as Nicholas Ala Ala Verdian burst into tears during an interview with the NBC program Dateline when asked what he would say to the people who believed he was Oliverdian. The drama came a day after Rossi failed to appear at his latest extradition hearing after an altercation in his jail cell. Edinburgh's st- Edinburgh staff sheriff. Wait, Edinburgh. I just don't want to say Edinburgh again because I'm going to get corrected. No, that's the right way to say it. After the Scotland. <laughs> The Scottish, court, the Scottish sheriff court was told. He had been fighting efforts to send him back to the U.S. where authorities in Utah have accused him of a 2008 sex offense. Prosecutors say that he is from the state of Rhode Island in New England and fled the U.S. in 2017. The 35-year-old, yes. so he is 35. No, he looks 65. The 35-year-old who appears in public wearing an oxygen mask, claims to be Arthur Knight, an Irish orphan and a victim of mistaken identity who has never been to America. You could see his little wheels turning like Knights of the Round Table, King Arthur. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like, what's British? <laughs> even though he claims to be Irish. Like, whatever. Yeah, for he, him, it's all the same, right? It's all the same to him. Last November, after months of court hearings, Sheriff Norman McFadden ruled that Rossi was indeed the man U.S. authorities were seeking in connection with rape and sexual assault charges. In a story described by NBC as Stranger Than Fiction, it has been alleged that Rossi faked his own death in 2020 and fled to the U.K. to evade prosecution. He was arrested in late 2021 after being treated in intensive care for covid in the Queen Elizabeth University Hospital in Glasgow under the name Knight and was claiming to be an academic tutor. He was rearrested in January 2022. From tattoos on his body, police and hospital staff initially identified him as Rossi. Interpol issued a red notice, a request for arrest, with pictures of the wanted man, including images of his tattoos and his fingerprints. So they've confirmed this guy's identity. Right. Right with his tattoos and fingerprints, and he is insisting 
No, I'm Arthur Knight. Comically. Comically. The thing that's so funny about this video is, first there's the dramatics of this man wearing an oxygen mask. Is he in a wheelchair too? He's claiming he can't stand, but then he um, stands and wobbles and he's like, exactly, exactly. It's like, but you literally just stood and then pretended to be wobbly. This man is weeping in this video. Nonstop. And speaking in such a weird voice. Like he he kind of has an accent. Like it's a, a British weird, accent. It's a comic performance. It's very comic. It's clearly this guy faking his identity. But with the biggest balls ever. Like, he, how do you do this? How do you... It's absolutely humiliating. How do you lie to Andrea Canning's face like this? I just laughed so hard at his idea of what British people sound like because he said things like privacy. Yeah. <laughs> like, just he, like, he, he peppers it in. He's picked that one up. He's picked that one up. He's like, this is something that'll make, that'll ensure that no one detects me as this an American. This will convince them this uh, is for sure. Very authentic. On Thursday, Sheriff McFadden told the court he would allow two further weeks to expert reports for expert reports to be acquired. And Rossi was remanded into custody until the 22nd of May. Speaking alongside his wife, Miranda Knight, Rossi angrily told NBC that he was Arthur Knight. He appeared to try standing up, slumping back into his chair to prove that he was unable to walk. <laughs> I am not Nicholas Oliverdian. I do not know how to make this clearer, he said behind his oxygen mask. We were once a normal family, but thanks to the media, our lives have been interrupted. And we like privacy. And I would <laughs> like to go back to being a normal husband, but I can't because I can't breathe. I can't walk. What? Well, I mean, this guy... The poor, I feel bad for the wife, but it's like, also, what are you doing? What the hell are you doing, lady? Doesn't she have questions? Doesn't she have How is she looking at this and being like, this is my guy? (laughs) Because she's also like, oh, like you poor, poor guy. I just, I need to play this. But thanks to the media, our lives have been interrupted. And we like privacy. And I would like to go back to being a normal husband. But I'm, I can't, because I can't breathe. I can't walk. Uh, people say that's an act. Let me try to stand up. Let me try to stand up. Exactly. Exactly. What do you say to someone who believes that, that you are Nicholas Oliverdian? I am not Andrea. I am not Nicholas Oliverdian. I do not know how to make this clear. Okay, so... <laughs> He's absolutely verklempt. <laughs> Andrea is not buying it because this is literally the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Like I, I can't even like wrap my brain around someone thinking this is acceptable behavior. Like mm. it's so embarrassing. How humiliating. Anyway, that's all our news stories for this week. We will be back after a short break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. Desi, what are we even watching this week? Wow. Well, I'm still watching The Last Thing He Said to Me. Oh, yeah. I got to watch that. I got to watch that. Uh and I'm watching all the same things, Yellow Jackets, Succession. Succession. Uh, I I did start a new show last night, but I didn't get that far before I went to sleep because I was traveling all day and I was just super tired. But I'm excited to watch it because it looks really good and I enjoyed what I watched so far. It's called The Diplomat and oh, it's on Netflix with Carrie Russell. Russell. It's really good so far. So mm-hmm. I'm going to definitely, I'm excited to pick that up. And I'm really looking forward to the um, Fatal Attraction show. That comes out on Sunday on Peacock, I think. What's her name? What's the actress's name? I'm forgetting it right now. She was in Mean Girls. I like her. Lizzie Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan. It's Lizzie Kaplan, Joshua Jackson. He's like the Peacock King. He is right. He's on all of those shows. And Amanda Peet's in it. So who's playing the the Glenn Close? Lizzie Kaplan. Lizzie. So she's good. I think that's good casting. Yeah, because she played young Annie Wilkes too in the um, in the uh, Castle Rock season, second season. Oh, it's the Annie Wilkes origin story, and it's really good. And she plays Annie Wilkes. Uh, she's a good actress. I never saw that. 
You, I think you would probably like it. I watched the first season of Castle Rock. It's completely different. Mm. It's like a completely different, you know, the, it's like the type anthology. of show where every yeah season's like different. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited to watch that uh, show, which comes out on Sunday. I don't know. I'm kind of curious what it's going to be. Obviously, I love the movie. Mm. And Tokes is in it, too. Tokes, That's how I found out Tokes about it. Tokes is in the new Fatal Attraction. Yes. Yes. So Friend of the pod. Yeah. I'm really excited. So we should all watch it because, I mean, I'm assuming all of our listeners love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for I, sure. I can't imagine listening to this podcast and not being also being a Fatal Attraction stan. Yeah, it goes together. I am curious about how they're going to do, if they're going to change anything up in the story. I hope they do. Well, it's going to be longer, right? Because it's going to be, what, probably at least six to eight episodes. Right. So, yeah, they're going to have to add stuff to it. Um, So, yeah, I'm really actually excited for that. Instead of taking the daughter um, on a single roller coaster ride, she's going to kidnap her and take her to Disney World. We get a whole episode of rides. Where they <laughs> go on every <laughs> single ride at Disney World. And she World. buys her, like, um, one of the pineapple... The Dole Whip. The Dole Whip, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm no. still revisiting Old Drag Race. I was telling Desi before the show that I had... Because most of it, I so much of it I hadn't seen and... Then there was also seasons and episodes from seasons that I had watched that I had forgotten I had watched when they aired. Right. One in particular was I had forgotten that I had watched when it was on parts of season 10. <laughs> the reason I remember that is because as soon as Miss Vanjie came out, I screamed and I was like, oh my God, Miss Van- <laughs> Vanjie. Yes. Vanjie. Um Especially because like that was such a specific period of time in my life where like every every single like gay male friend of mine was just constantly saying Vanjie to yeah. everything. I mean, that's like an iconic line from the show. That 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 expression, her, her <laughs> saying her name. <laughs> yeah, and it's fairly recent too because that was like 2018. Right now, she was on an earlier season though. That was the season. She was on season 10. She made her debut on season 10. What was she on the second season? Season 11. Oh. When she came back. Okay, right. She came back. I didn't realize it was that close. And was on the show for a while. Yes. So. Well, that's what you're watching now, right? I'm, yeah. I, I had never seen season 11, so I'm watching that. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Because she's one of the few that came back. Like, Shangela obviously famously came back. Yeah. Even came back as a joke one time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And Eureka came back. Yeah, because she got injured. She got injured. Anyway, it's it's been ex- it's been fun doing this like uh rewatch slash watch for the first time. Yes. I'm excited because it reminds me of things that I've forgotten about. Cause I binged it hard fast. Yeah. So you know the things start to bleed together when you do that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to catch up too. Cause I still oh, because you, more. you, you haven't, Desi hasn't gotten current yet. Cause I watched season 15 as it aired. I watched about half of 12 or at least a few episodes I just of need, 12. I just need to know your opinions about this past season, this most recent season. I can get to that pretty quick. I'm excited to hear. The problem is I didn't have what it was airing on. 
I think you'll like Mistress Isabel Brooks. I, I love Mistress. Oh, I remember there was another person on season 11, Brooklyn Heights. That was the other like popular one. Yeah, I like Brooklyn. She kind of is in the Chad Michaels uh, vein. She's super polished. Very polished. Not as polished as Chad. No one. Chad is like one of the That's most a polished queens. She is such a professional. <laughs> She's a professional. And you know what? No matter how many times I've seen them in my life, I don't think I'm ever tired of Cher impersonations. Because Cher was made to be impersonated. <laughs> like, <laughs> Do my, you know what I mean? Like, I have a good, a close friend who does Cher drag. And I never get sick of it. I don't get sick. I, I like everyone's interpretation of Cher. Even because they're all kind of good. <laughs> There's obviously people even who are... Even when they're bad. Ex- <laughs> even the bad ones are funny because yeah. you know what Cher is. Everyone knows who Cher is and what she sounds like. So it can be comical when they're bad. Uh, you just need a little essence of Cher in there. And it's going to work. Yeah. Um, I'm not watching look i don't know what the fuck is going on and yellow jackets is like so there's so much happening on yellow jackets it's definitely a show i need to like read reddit for i need to i feel like i need to rewatch everything because I, I feel like there's like lots of maybe not easter eggs but there's lots of moments that Maybe I need a second rewatch on. I should get a recap show that I can listen to. There, I'm sure there is. I one. get so frustrated because I just want the I just want the next episode to be out. Like I wish I could binge it because I need. Yes. I, I'm like you need to give me something. I need to know more. I think there's too many things I'm supposed to have remembered from last season, mm. and I don't. Yeah, because sometimes people are like, "Oh, they're still alive." I'm like, "Oh, wait, were they? Is this a shocking reveal?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Do you yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. Or when people were all shocked with Van showing up, I'm like, "We all knew Lauren Ambrose was cast as adult Van." Like, do you know what I mean? Like, well, they spoiled that. They really should have kept that more under. I wish that was kept more under. Wraps. It should have been kept under wraps. But I wasn't shocked when Van showed up because no. I knew she was cast. Great casting. Perfect casting. It's absolutely perfect. It is perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course I'm 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 definitely enjoying Yellow Jackets. It's such a fun watch. Yeah, I don't and the performances are so are great. Are people complaining about it? I I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm just saying I'm still anything. enjoying it. Yeah, it's fine. I, I like mean, it. I'm into it. I want to know what happened. Uh, Succession was crazy this week. Okay. I am so attracted to Alexander Skarsgård. So I literally hot. can't fucking take it. He's and so if Shiv hot. doesn't fuck him, I'm going to lose my mind because I need it to happen. I want that. I think they should fuck. He's so hot. How is this possible? <laughs> He's an impossible tech CEO because no tech CEO is that attractive. It doesn't exist in real life. And just how he is so confident too with these, like he calls those lose. They like they look like absolute losers in that meeting with him. It's I'm embarrassing. Sorry, but the Roy children are so stupid. I feel like honestly, I don't know if the show did this intentionally. I'm guessing yes, but I feel like once the dad died. And now that they're finally in charge, we see what he saw, how fucking incompetent they are. And this is what he always knew because I feel like they all dropped like 20 IQ points or something. Like they seem even more befuddled uh, or like over their head. They all just act on emotion purely. Especially the the Kendall and uh, Roman. Yeah. Shiv is like 
more the same. Like she doesn't seem like drastically changed to me. She's a little more level-headed and calculating, even though she acts on other emotions in other respects. But Kendall and Roman are just two complete basket cases. They're embarrassed. Like that meeting, I was cringing. I was like, this is fucking embarrassing. Like, and this, and, and like, uh, what's his name? Matson. He would basically say whatever I was thinking. He's like, are you guys, like when he was like, what is this? Did you guys go to Hanna-Barbera business school or something like yeah. that? It was such a good dig at them because it was, they were cartoonish. Like, yeah. And trying to trick him. And it's like, he, you know, he knows what you're doing. They're and it's so stupid. It was just really funny. And Kendall's like, <laughs> Kendall's so stupid. No, it was... I love I love watching these idiots. Though. I liked this episode a lot, and it was just great to kind of see what Logan had always seen. Yeah. Just kind of low-key embarrassed by his children, I think. They're not him. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. not they're not him. Um great show. <laughs> great show. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> hot take. We think succession's a good show. Um I feel like Succession might be the biggest TV show on right now. Yeah. Like I It's the last season, so everyone's kind of like I think that and like Vanderpump Rules is pretty big when it drops. Well, that's real. Yeah. In terms of reality, Pump Rules might be the biggest, but right. and I'm not even As far on as that. discourse goes. Discourse. Yeah. Yes. Um are you watching any reality TV besides Vanderpump? Um I'm still watching old Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm. That's like my end of the day show. I just put it on. And if I miss stuff, I don't really care. I just plow through. Yeah. But I will get back to um, Drag Race, finish up those seasons and try to find 15, which hopefully will drop on one of my streamers soon. I feel like I have enough of them. You can? I don't have Hulu Live. You don't need Hulu Live. They have it on... It's just on Hulu? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I can watch it on there then. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, Because it's MTV and Hulu's on MTV. (sighs) That show, for some reason, is so confusing, like where their shows are, because there's so much Drag Race Universe shows, (sighs) and it's all over the place. Like you were saying, you can't get certain Untucked seasons. Yeah. Well, um, I subscribe to Paramount. Well, you subscribe to Paramount too. Yeah. Most of it is on there, but not everything. A lot of it's on there. Yeah. Um, so food. Should we talk about food? Yeah. What'd you eat? You had a much more exciting food. I did. So I went up to Northern California. Uh, it was a trip that I had planned for a long time. So it just was inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> that we, it happened to happen before where we went to Vegas, then you got sick. So it was like, obviously not something I'm, I'm like, I'm going to go away now too. Yeah. It was planned for a while. Um, but I did get to have a lot of good food. I made an insane cheese spread. I went to Milk Farm and bought we, all of this We stuff. all saw the video. I took video of it because I was like, look at this. It's Cause crazy. Because you, you got to either do a panoramic picture <laughs> or take a video. I had to take a video because I needed everyone to see every detail. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. And then I made a few, well, one dish I made that was really good. It was something I had saved on Instagram for a while. It was the salmon bowl. It was like a honey chili glazed salmon bowl with like a mango pickle, like um candied jalapeno mango salsa. Dude. Uh, 
and it was really good. Send that, me that recipe. I'm going to send it to you. Everyone, uh, everyone wants it. They're like, give me that recipe. I got to yeah, send it out. That sounds good. Um, so, and then I told Rachel that they didn't have salmon, but they had fresh, where I'm, where I was staying, they have fishermen who literally bring in fresh fish to this, um, store in town, which is like a one horse town. It's very small. So they didn't have salmon, but they had Arctic char, which the woman who was there was like, oh, this is a good substitute. And it was delicious. I love this fish. It's like my new favorite fish. It's very salmon like, but milder uh, flavor. So if you like a milder fish flavor, but want that hearty, oily kind of fish uh, it's a good choice. Get those omega threes, bitch. Get those omega threes. Your joints will thank you. Mm. <laughs> I always, I always forget to take my fish oil supplements. I always forget to. Take I have them, them and I, I want to do it, do it consistently, so I can see like, oh, it's working. Because I, I don't think I've done it consistently enough where I can tell any difference. I was never a supplement bitch because. I always have had a really pretty balanced diet. Like I love, I eat a lot of vegetables. I eat a lot of different whatever proteins, but I do have a couple supplements that I think are bad bitches. Which ones? Well, magnesium. For what? Anxiety. Oh, I didn't know. Magnesium is one of the best supplements, I think. Okay. And I, I've been taking magnesium for years because I have really bad anxiety. Anxiety corner. I do too, but I didn't, I don't take it. I love it. Yeah. It's a great supplement. Okay. I'll try it. I have this like triple magnesium because there's like a few different kinds of magnesium. It's like magnesium oxide, magnesium citrate. I have like this triple complex. Ooh. So it's like, <laughs> it's like triple three, complex. it's like three different like kinds of magnesium okay. or whatever. Um, no, I took the fish oil. I started taking it cause I heard it was really good for, um, like I have some knee issues cause I had surgery in my knee mm-hmm. many years ago, but I'll still kind of, um, feel like worried about it. So I figured this is supposed to keep your joints I mean, I think fish oil has a lot of benefits, but one the one I was most interested in is keeping my joints kind of lubricated, mm-hmm. which I heard it does. Yeah, uh, and I heard people have um, like almost instant improvement. Not that I'm super stiff, but it's like preventative. Uh, yeah, hoping to keep things in line. Desi's working on her death drops. I'm working on my death drops. I need to be really flexible. <laughs> so I take that fish oil and every day I rub the ball on the arch of my foot, mm. getting that, what's it called? Your plantar fasciitis or whatever. What? what is that thing that, the skin layer that keeps all your muscles? Ew. But that gets really tight and that's why you have to massage your foot, the arch of your foot. Because oh, then you can stretch. So good. You can stretch more. Yeah. Oh, if I didn't that, know if that. If that's tight, you have to get that loose. Yes. Get loose. You got to get it loose, babes. Um, So I don't know how we got on this. Oh, fish oil. That's how we got on this tangent. So yeah. Oh my God. And and my niece made like the best carrot cake ever. And I I literally like ate it for breakfast. Walnuts or no walnuts? Pecans. Oh. That's what I put in my carrot cake. You put walnuts? I've never seen a recipe. I don't make carrot cake. I've never seen a recipe with pecans, but that's so much better than walnuts. I don't like love walnuts. I, if I'm not saying I hate them, but pecans, I always use pecans for my carrot cake. I'm also just picky about nuts in my cake. It's a textural thing for me. 
Sometimes yeah. I don't want I don't want that. I it's really good. Um, I love cream cheese frosting with a pecan because that was a cake I had for my birthday growing up. It was just what? a plain yellow cake with cream cheese frosting. Oh, yellow cake. Yellow cake, cream okay. cheese frosting, and then pecans on top. And it was my favorite cake. Maybe it's a Southern thing. I was just about to say, if your signature birthday cake as a kid was carrot cake, I bet every kid hated you. when Because <laughs> kids are picky about carrot cake. I liked it my whole life. Uh, me too. I yeah. love carrot cake. No, it was not a, uh, no, it wasn't carrot cake. But that cake, I loved that cake. And then I would die, I would always dye the frosting like a pale green. Mm. That was like my favorite cake. When you were a kid? Yes. That's cute. Um, so I, I've always had pecans with um, cream cheese frosting. So maybe it just... Uh, Everybody likes cream cheese frosting. Seriously. I wonder what the vegan alternative to cream cheese frosting is. They I- have fake cream cheese. Like vegan cream cheese, maybe that works. Yeah, there's got to be a good vegan alternative. Yeah, I bet. Um, anyways, the cake was off the cha- off the chain because <laughs> it's it's actually one that I brought into the family because I have made it a very long time, and it's three layers, and in between each layer is um this pecan cream filling, which is like butter and heavy cream and sugar and pecans, and you cook it till it's thick. And you put it in between the layers. So the pecans aren't folded into the cake. Uh, there are, I can't remember if Is they're in the in cake. Is it in the batter too? That's a lot of nuts. It's not that many nuts. Okay. It's not, when you taste it, it's also, this is the best cake because it is literally moist three days later. Like Ooh. I can't, it, it, it was refrigerated and you know, I'm like a non-refrigerated cake fan. Yeah. This is the best refrigerated cake I've ever had. I'm telling you this recipe is the best. Maybe I'll post it in the discord because it is the biggest hit. Everyone loves it. Uh, and you can make it without the, the filling because it's definitely an extra step, but it's so fucking good. Oh my God. Yeah. I miss it. I miss it. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. I really love carrot cake. I wish I had some right now. There's a cake that I've always wanted to make that's like super southern. Hummingbird I've, cake? Yes. <laughs> Me too. I've never We gotta had make it. it. Okay. I've always wanted to make hummingbird have cake. Have you never had it either? I might have had it, but I've never made it. So that has pineapple and pecans in it, right? Yeah. Uh, no, that cake. I know I will love that cake. Me too. <laughs> Me too. We gotta make it. We gotta have a summer party and make it. That sounds like a good summer cake to make. Yeah. No, I've always wanted it. I need to get a round cake pan because I don't bake a lot of cakes. I would like to become a cake bitch. You should. I have to make cupcakes for a bake sale next week. You should make some because I'm gonna do like three different styles because I want to try different ones. Wait, I'll make cupcakes. Okay, we should do it together. I'll um, make a Ina. I have some like Ina Garten recipes, cupcake recipes. I want to try. I have a really one that I want to try. It's it's like um, a blueberry lemon cupcake with lemon buttercream, mm. and it sounds really uh, springy. I'll make a chocolatey one. Do a chocolatey one, and then I was also thinking about doing a strawberry cupcake because I've always wanted to try that oh. buttercream where you grind the freeze dried strawberries to make the frosting pink yes. and strawberry. Yes. So I found a recipe for that. I just thought it would be fun to try a few cupcakes um just because it's for a bake sale. Speaking of sweets, I had a new menu item from The Lonely Oyster. Ooh, which is an Echo Park seafood restaurant. 
I went there the other night and they have ice cream on the menu now <gasps> and they had a Mexican chocolate ice cream. Yum. It was very delicious. I think they should sell pints of it so I can like go down there and get yeah. some. It that's, was so good. I was like, like that's all I had for dessert was just like a scoop of that and it was so satisfying. I'm obsessed with the uh, Abuelita chocolate, uh, hot chocolate discs. Mm-hmm. Have you ever bought yeah, those? Yeah, of course. When I would get high, I would just like bite into that. <laughs> Because it's just like chocolate with crunchy cinnamon sugar in it, basically. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, That sounds really good. This this was a very good ice cream. It was really creamy. It was Mm. dense, like gelato almost. Um, They did a good job. I was impressed by it. And you just got a scoop of it? I just got a scoop of it. And it was like, I'm not... Satisfying. Yeah, because when I order dessert at a restaurant, I'm never like, I'm going to get the ice cream unless it's like a sundae. I need like... Right. I need more texture happening. But this was completely satisfying. It was that good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So that's my my restaurant recommendation Mm. this week is the Mexican chocolate ice cream from the Lonely Oyster in Echo Park. That sounds really good. What else did I eat? Did I eat anything else good? I went out to dinner with friend of the pod, Patrick... We didn't go. We just went to Fred sixty two. I don't know who that is. You don't know who that is. Who's Patrick? You don't know Patrick. Well, how is he a friend of the pod? He's if a I friend don't know? of me. <laughs> <laughs> he, because he listens to the pod. Wait, I don't know this person. Who no, he, am I forgetting him? Okay. You've never met him. Okay. He's a friend of the pod because he's friends with me <laughs> and he listens to the pod. Okay, okay. But we were ta- I'm not saying he's not a friend of the pod. Yeah, okay. I was, I was no, just like thought it meant I knew him. He's friends with uh Frederick. Oh, okay. So you know Frederick. Yes. So we're all friends. We're all technically friends. So because you're friends with Frederick. I mean, I could even follow Patrick. You might follow him. Yeah. Um and- anyway, we were talking okay. we were talking about you. Oh. Because <laughs> He he's a Pump Rules fan. Oh, he's a big Pump Rules okay. fan. So we were talking about you, and I was saying we should all go to Tom Tom. Yeah, together. Definitely, I want to go to um, see you next Tuesday. What's that? That's at Sir, but it's the the character James Kennedy, the British guy DJs there that night. Yeah, <laughs> and it always looks really stupid. No, we were talking about Sir too, and he was like, the food at Sir is so bad. Melissa went there for her birthday. I know. And got the goat cheese balls. That's like their most famous dish. Sir, I remember one time I was like parking to do something else on Robertson one night, and I par- I was like pulling up in front of Sir, and because it was across the street from where I was going. And it was like when Sir... If, I feel like it must have been when Sir had like first opened or was like maybe not that old. And I remember I, like my first impression of Sir was this guy coming out of the restaurant and giving me a business card to come to Sir. Yeah. And, and just looking at it and just knowing even like at 21 being like, I bet the food's not good there. I could just tell because it was so sceney looking. Yes. No... That's sort of the bummer about it all because uh, I know I'm going to go there and the food's not going to be good. And then you're still not going to maybe see anyone or anything interesting. And it's like, at least you can be like, well, the food was good. I mean, <laughs> but you're not even going to have that. And that was sort of in that era, that era of 
like 2000s, like mid 2000s era of Los Angeles when the restaurant scene was completely different than it is now. Yes. Where because it was more celebrity cachet was more important than quality of food, right? A hundred percent. Like I just remember because I've always been. Oh, sorry. I've always been super into food and dining and whatever. And going to these restaurants that were like the acclaimed restaurants, the like celebrity restaurants Beso. or Yeah, or like Asia de Cuba. Do you remember Asia yes, de Cuba? Yes. And like everything being very sceny inside, but yes. not good. The food was not good. The food was so mediocre. Um, I've heard I have heard that Tom Chom has the best food. Obviously that's on the Vanderpump rule scale of food. I think that's but, why Patrick said we had to go there. Yeah. Like that's the one to go to. And the cocktails, they have interesting cocktails for uh, for people who drink. Uh, and they probably have some non-alcoholic well, ones too, you right? Can, you can get drunk and we'll just sit there. And you guys can watch me. We'll drink Shirley Temple's. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I did hear the food is the best there. Mm. But we can just stick to like fries and like usually you're safe with like the fried foods. Yeah. Right? Or the breads. The, I did hear one disturbing dish at um, Schwartz and Sandy's, which is the one that's up on Franklin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have a dish that's called like salmon tikka masala. No. <laughs> I'm, just, just, I'm not getting... It's salmon and tofu tikka masala. Why tofu also? Why? 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 One or the other, bitch. You don't need those two things together. Also, I don't feel like salmon can stand up to tikka masala. It's two strong flavors together. It's two strong flavors together. Like tofu together. would work. Tofu does work with tikka masala. I see it on plenty of Indian yeah. Indian menus. I would never get that, fl- that flavor Salmon profile. Salmon does not go with tikka masala. That's wrong. It's just wrong. No, that's the dish I've seen people... Try another w- fish, bitch. ...make the most fun of. Because it's clearly people who have no idea how to do a menu, but they want to be like experimental. But they don't have a flavor palette. Just uh, stick to what you know. That's why I'm desperate to um, be a consultant mm. on Katie and Ariana's sandwich shop. They're opening a sandwich yes. shop. Yes, they need to hire me, or I would honestly do it for free. Yeah, please, girls, because I'm already worried. Because Katie brought in an espresso cheese for Ariana to try. Wait, what? She's like, look, I found an espresso cheese. Explain to me what that is. It's like a. It's like honestly, I don't know where she got it, but it sounds like something you'd find at Trader Joe's. You right. know when they just flavor everything, like espresso or pumpkin spice. Yeah. That is disgusting. I was like, no one wants that on their sandwich. I'm actively upset about that. I'm upset because I know their sandwich shop is going to be bad too. I'm titling this episode "Espresso Cheese." <laughs> I'm so disgusted by that. I I like cheese and I like weird flavors, but that doesn't sound right to me. I don't get what like I'm. I need to know more information. Like, is it a parmesan? Like, what would espresso what go cheese- with? Also. Is it like how they, is it like, no, I don't no, know. No, that was the moment I got worried. I was like, Katie, please call me. Dial it back. Dial it back. I could be wrong, but let me do your sandwiches. We need some classics to, to, to you know, to start things off. You this can is, have an experimental one. This is when I get irritated with people who clearly have no taste, who open food <sighs> establishments. Like, why can't I have that capital to open a place. I actually am a certified piggy who loves food and thinks about food uh 24 I would hours come out up of with the, the day. Best. I would I know my food would be good cuz I'm the when I was cooking this weekend people were like you're you know this is so good this is like a restaurant. I was like yeah because 
I have to eat my food I make. My food. My food. <laughs> my food's going to be good. I need to eat good food. <laughs> my food. Oh, please. <laughs> that that should be merch. My I food. To, I need to eat my food. <laughs> my food. My food needs to be good. Oh, my God. With but you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, of course it's good because I have high standards. I do, too. So I'm not making food that I won't eat. So you know it's going to be good. Like... Uh, I'm so how how does every cast member on that show have a restaurant? Why it's is really that? baffling to me because it's like some of them are mixologist and whatever you think of that field, it is a lot of um fine tuning and flavor combinations to make these kind of cocktails. Do you but, know what I'm saying? Like But like I said before, going back to mid 2000s LA where we had that boom of celebrity restaurants and sort of stunt restaurants, that whole scene um it just seems weird nowadays when the restaurant scene in Los Angeles is just so much more sophisticated and interesting and like really good that that those places are still happening. Yes. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, um, I also don't, I'm also like live in a different part of town where like those restaurants don't exist. So I just don't. Well, yeah. When you're on the outs, like sort of the outer edges of Los Angeles, you have definitely more interesting local places. Um, you know, hole in the wall places that are actually like great. Like you just have to know where to go. Mm -hmm. And most of those are definitely like century city, Beverly Hills, West Hollywood, West Hollywood, like that area has a lot of those, um, or sometimes Hollywood, right. Like up on the strip or something. We really do. I mean, we did, I don't know how many episodes, if we did one or two episodes on it on our Patreon, but one of my favorite, Patreon episodes is when we broke down the worst conceived celebrity restaurants. Oh yeah. We should, I wish there was, was there more? Cause that would uh, be really is, fun. There is more we could do. We could do a part two or three. I don't know how many episodes we did of that, but I would also like to do celebrity restaurants. Maybe like restaurants where we did celebrity, Not, no cele- ones that cache celebrity cache, like ones where celebrities went in the, I think we did that one, what you're talking I'm about? talking about the ones where it was like, Hulk Hogan spaghetti Rama. Yes, yes, but that yes, was yes. like not necessarily. I'm talking about more upscale. We did those too. We did. Yes, okay. it was anything that was a celebrity attached. Uh, the uh, the spinoff episode I would like to do is a revisiting of mid 2000s um, hot hot spots. Yes, like hot hot spot restaurants. Yes, that were always featured in the tabloid, like ketchup and uh, pink taco. And Kate Mantellini. Yes. That was a big one. Yes. I wanted to go there. All the places that were featured in the tabloids of that era, I would like a revisiting of that where we go through the menu and where we um, go through our experiences at those restaurants. Because I did go to a lot of those places back then. I definitely went to a a few. What was the one? Rockin' Wagner? Rockenbacher? It was was like something. It was like a bakery. I think it was Rockin' Wagner. That was maybe the first place I went because it was in Santa Monica. Oh, yeah. It is Rock and Wagner Bakery. This place still exists. It's a bakery, cafe, and market. But I think he also had Culver a restaurant, City. that chef, Hans Rock and Wagner or something. Is that someone's name? I think so. I think so. 
He's like a protege of Wolfgang Puck or Rock something. Rock and Wagner. Tweet, <laughs> tweet, 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 tweet. Um, okay, I'm going to come together. I'm going to compile a list okay. of like the hot Those spots restaurants. From, that were always talked about in Us Weekly. Okay, sounds good. Stay tuned. Patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Yes. That's it. Bye. Thank you, bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 